Elvis Presley? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, we'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> that was fun to discover. I was laughing out loud all I'm over again. So upset with myself. That's so funny. No, I love it. Hit that theme song. Okay. M O U R N I N G morning morning. Let's go. Good morning. It's the morning after with Sam Quinn. Not Quinn. It's Molly and Harish. And I am drinking Malibu and don't know what I'm saying. And that's our morning after song. Yeah. So. Welcome to Tipsy Terror, the morning after for um. The black coat's daughter. The black coat's daughter. This is where we uh, go over, now that we're sober, we go over the movie again to see if we still agree with how we felt. So, Samantha, <laughs> my name's Harish. I'm Samantha. And I'm Molly. I don't want to be Samantha right now. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. Why I fucked that? up real bad. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about it? Yes, I do. Okay. Just, you know, this is what happens when you do a podcast drunk and you forget that you're in charge of trivia until 30 minutes into the movie when you've been drinking <laughs> and you're rushing to get the trivia done and you see Elvis P and just read Elvis Presley <laughs> and <laughs> then you think that the song was written and performed by Elvis Presley even though during the credits whenever we watched this movie um, I was the only one looking at the screen and I saw Elvis Perkins or Black Coat's Daughter performed by Elvis Perkins in the credit and I was like guess his brother just covered it or something <laughs> didn't think like oh they're both named elvis weird not nothing so harish thankfully looked it up to verify while we were sober and he was editing the podcast and uh yeah oh so, sorry oh my god no d- i personally i don't think you have to apologize because sometimes I forget that Elvis Presley died on the toilet. And you got to <laughs> I remember, and it gives me so much happiness. Well, I'm glad I could do that for you at least. I will try to do my due diligence in actually reading the um, the trivia. I thought you were going to say I'm going to do my due diligence and um, bring up more celebrities that have died bells out on the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, I can look, but I know there's only a few. Okay. Just uh, pepper them in when you feel I will. I'll, I'll get a list. So, do you guys have any new thoughts about this? Because I do. Okay. You uh, go ahead. You go. So, well, I I looked up the movie because I wanted to read more about it and, like, reread it to understand more. And I... So, okay. So, the story is she kills um, the girl and then it, it's nine years later, apparently. Okay. When she's coming back and she escapes from the thing and then... When she kills the parents at the end, she's trying to get the demon back. And then the last shot of her crying is because it didn't work. It didn't work. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what that was. So also, I don't know if you have this on here, but the, um, the log line for, or like the, um, like on the poster, not the log line, but like, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the tagline or the, yeah, is, um, like, uh, something along the lines of like, born alone raised by satan or something like that so like i I, it's something along the lines i can like look it up but i think we're supposed to assume that like like she lost her parents pretty young and that um she was basically just like there i don't think so i think what happens at the beginning that like dream was what happened was implying that her parents died in a car crash and she just like got a vision of it um, I don't know at what point she gets possessed, but I think that's what we're supposed to 
um, assume is that her parents died. That's why, like, nobody... Oh, here we go. I got it. Yeah. Abandoned as a child, raised by the dark. That's the thing. Abandoned as a child. So I guess it's supposed to be, like... um, Well, you know what? She's a child... It, when she's Kiernan and Shipka, she is technically like a child. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and okay. people kind of abandon like the stereotype that like you abandon your kids at boarding school. Yeah. So, that so I wonder sense. if it's yeah. Okay. No, it's all yeah. coming together now. Continue with your stuff. Uh. Well. Yeah. I think the parents died at the beginning, and then so like probably on their way to school, um, and then that's why she's freaking out because she knows her parents are dead and no one else knows. Um. And then I don't know at what point she gets like possessed is the thing is I'm it wondering if she was like already into it and like you know what i mean like it just like happened when her parents died i don't know okay or maybe like she got that vision and oh. the dad that she saw at the beginning was like satan was satan and she was like just accepting to him because she was like huh. fatherless I don't, I can't explain it. This is just my thoughts, like, as I'm thinking of it. I'm just talking about it. Yeah. That makes me like the crying shot more, though. Right. The crying makes a lot more sense. It means so much more knowing that that's actually what happened in there. Yeah. And that is one of the good... So, uh, I think this movie um, would have been a good short film because uh, I saw... I was reading this, like, review of it, and then, like, in one of the comments like someone was like this movie sucks there's only like 10 minutes worth of story um and then they like explain their theories about it but um like but like really there is like literally only 10 like not that much worth of story in it there's a lot of just unnecessary stuff that doesn't relate so i think it would have i would have liked it a lot more if it were just a short film yeah like you didn't need the full plot line of rose you just really like I liked Rose and I'm happy she was in the story because I felt even more upset when she died. Like I was like yeah. very like, but like you could cut that whole thing and there's like a huge chunk of the I story think, out. Yeah. It would have worked because be- like there's not enough like backstory for the girl for me to like really connect for Karen and Shipka's character for me to really like care about her or I don't know. So it, it it's really like, it it would have been it would i think it would have worked better if it was just a short film and we have the story of her being worried about her parents and then getting possessed and then like it also intercuts with the later storyline with the other girl's parents um, um and like the twist would have been better if it were like a shorter length i think i agree you know? with that. yeah cool. um was do you remember how we were talking about on the episode like where was Emma Roberts coming from? I think she was coming from prison. From, I think she yeah, was released. Yeah. I th- I, no, no, she escaped by killing escaped. that girl. Oh, she killed Joan Marsh it. and then escaped. Okay, because like in the episode, we were like, "Yeah, where's she coming from?" And it just dawned on me. I was like, "She's coming from prison." Yeah. Duh. So, um, so uh, like there's when after Which is why she was going back after Kiernan Shipka kills those three people, and then she does that ritual in next to the furnace. And then the cops come in and shoot her. And then there's like the next scene where she's on a bed and then like a father or a priest comes in and does like a um, exorcism on her. And you see she looks into the corner of the room and there's like a dark figure there. And then um, like uh, like she says to the dark figure, like, don't go. And then it disappears. And so like that we were supposed to get that um, uh, she 
like is connected to this uh like demon and then that's why the emma roberts's storyline is her like going back to to try to get it back yeah got it so oh man i i missed that yeah well i i remember watching that and i remember i i knew that she like got exercised because i i like i don't know i tuned in at the right moment or something right um and i like that was in my mind but it for some reason didn't click to me that like I didn't understand that the three head thing is what got the demon connected to her. You know, I thought that she had already had it before. So when Emma mm. Roberts was going and doing the three head thing, I just thought that the demon had just came back naturally and something else was going yeah. on. You know what I mean? I didn't quite get that. That's what like got the possession right. thing. And I think the problem with this is like, we don't really get enough of her side of Kiernan and Shipka's side of it. Um, and like, I feel like that, Cause I like the idea of her being connected to the demon and then like being uh, sad it. that it goes yeah. and then doing the whole thing. Um, and that's a good storyline, but it would have worked a lot better if we like had more of an understanding of that connection. So here's what we do. Let's not forget this film. 10 years later in 2029, we're going to get back together and we're going to remake <laughs> the film, but focus on different characters more. We're going to, remake the film by killing the film's parents <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you do it yeah and we'll bring down Ro- rose's character but we'll we'll remember her and then we'll give a little more backstory and then we fix <laughs> it there you go yeah and we'll get all the money because it'll have a wider release if i have anything to say right. about it punch uh, up <laughs> punch up boop, boop. the lack of backstory really makes me that's why I think it would have worked better as a short film. Because you can short, get away with yeah, that. Yeah, you can get away with that kind of stuff. I wonder if this started as a different film. And then as he was like writing it and like redoing it and stuff, he was like, oh, wait, I think I like this angle. And he adjusted mm-hmm. it to that angle and then um, didn't quite like think that it necessary to give so much backstory. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm wondering if this didn't quite start out to be, you know, the double timeline right. type story. So I, I think that might be a valid explanation if that's what his explanation is. Oz Perkins, explain yourself. Mm. Um, oh, okay. So on Wikipedia, it says that with the story, Perkins intended to tell a sad story about loss. He used the horror genre, specifically the possession subgenre, as a Trojan horse. Oh. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> that was his goal and i mean that's i like that i like mm-hmm. that aspect of it but it just doesn't work in this movie is for it me. supposed to be something about like losing your innocence or something you know like i could see like when you're older like wishing you had that back and all that shit but like yeah is I, that supposed or is it just about it like be, loss like well, losing a loved I th- one yeah i think it might be she like loses her parents and then then she gets like adopted uh, in the form by so the demon she wants that and then she loses the demon again so that's a second dra- trauma for her and so that's what the story is about but again i mean maybe if we rewatch it sober i'd get it a more but yeah, I, I still think this it's is, better as a short film. This is inspiration to watch it again, even though we said we we were all like, yeah, right. we wouldn't watch it again. Maybe I'd consider it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the main like plot stuff. Uh, we should talk about. We talked about it a little bit at the end. The cinematography. The cinema. yeah, yeah, the cinnamon. I had that written down too. Um, oh. Do you guys have any shots that you remember being? 
like great because for me one of the best ones of the whole movie was at the beginning um the whole scene where she's like walking out and she's looking at that wrecked car that's mm-hmm. like all the snow and she's wearing like the red coat and i think yellow hat or vice versa um but i loved the shots outside because everything was like so white but it was like very clear defined lines of right. like you knew like you're looking out at like a white sky and snow and stuff but you could still see everything it was just like very beautifully like constructed and like um the coloring was done very like very well and right. I, like that's like the one thing that when i think of the movie that's the first thing i think of is like that scene mm-hmm. because it was just so well done for something that should have just been completely washed out yeah i think the whole like all of the movie i really like um i i, I just keep thinking about like even just the scenes in the um the the dean or the whatever the dude was gordon mm-hmm. his office those were all shot really ve- well and like just looked interesting the way they were shot, I I love those. Just the whole movie was really good. It's really like aesthetically, like as a whole, very pleasing to look at. Yeah, I think still the number one shot that sticks out to me is where she's like bowing in front of the furnace. Uh, yeah, that oh, was so creepy. It's creepy as hell. I can't stop like I can't stop thinking Burned about it. Burned in my mind. Yeah. It's terrifying, and it's something that's so simple. Mm-hmm. And like, and you called it. If it was any other like kind of pacing, it wouldn't be mm-hmm. as like it's scary as it was because it's speed fast. Right. Oh. Um. I think anytime I hear the word furnace now, like I'm gonna. I'm gonna think, think of that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I guess we could say like Oz Perkins, like pretty okay writer, but like really good director yeah yeah <laughs> knows his shots and yeah, knows where to sure. go and uh frame and shit because this shit's beautiful mm-hmm. yeah um did you ever find out what that thing you were talking about is? yeah so at the end i was talking about how this movie is like reminded me of other movies yeah i think i, I was mostly taught because i i feel like a lot of like foreign movies that i've seen are like similar to this in the fact that they're like there's very um like slow like deliberate shots not a lot of dialogue it's mostly just like um just like static shots there's not a lot of camera movement either so i think this was just reminding me in general of other horror like um foreign horror movies that i've seen and i i wrote down a few examples um that i thought of a uh, good night mommy like thelma definitely remind oh, like yeah, i mentioned we talked about that. then the movie good night mommy uh which is about these two kids I've um never seen that. Uh, i've heard that's fucking oh it's it's fucked good up. it's good <laughs> um yeah uh it it's about these two kids and their mom has like facial like plastic surgery and then they they suspect that she's not really their mom like they suspect that it's like like a changeling kind of yeah yeah it's it's really good um and then let the right one in yeah let the right one in is another one that's like it's also like set in the winter and it's slow and there's a lot of like snowy um so good it's about the these two kids and then the one kid is a vampire and it's it's very Ooh, slow and I've heard that one's yeah. good as well. It's really good. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know what made me... I don't know. I, I think I was just thinking of just random foreign movies, which is why okay. what this reminded me of. It definitely has an aesthetic. Like, yeah. I would love... If anybody knows, like, if this is, like, called something... 
specific mm. like a type of sub genre yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of how like you were saying there's like the mumble mumble gore, gore. <laughs> i bet this <laughs> like specific kind of thing has like um yeah somebody's named it maybe yeah. I love that shit. I don't know. I always think of uh, it's especially the scene where she's in Gordon's office. There's so many movies I've seen that like have that exact same type of shot structure where it's just um, and like just the coloring just reminded me of just other movies like that. I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's just it feels like there should be as a genre name. If there's not, let's get in on that. (laughs) Um, uh, my last thing I did want to, uh, add another recommendation based on my, like, whatever I read about the in between or what I read about the movie, I would also recommend, uh, this movie called Ava's Possessions. Um, I watched it on Netflix like several years ago. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but, um, it's about this girl (laughs) and, uh, she gets possessed and then she gets exercised and then... Like, she has to go to, like, a, um, like, kind of like a Alcoholics Anonymous, but for people who have been possessed <gasps> by demons. And so, like, this is a world where that happens frequently. Wow. And so, it's a support group. So, they, like, kind of do this kind of, like, metaphor where it's kind of like drug addiction and, um, uh, uh, possession and drug addiction are a similar metaphor. Uh, which is interesting. The movie isn't actually like that great. Like the plot is kind of bad, but um, it's fun. It's a cool premise. Yeah, it's a cool premise, and it's it's a it's a worthwhile movie. It's it's fun. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to add that because of in this one she like loses the demon and then wants to get it back. Um, Can I add a recommendation? Yeah, yeah. There's this movie. It's another Emma Roberts movie where she has to go to boarding school called Wild Child. I've <laughs> never seen it. I've seen it once, like years ago. I just looked up movies about boarding schools and it came up. And I was like, huh. This bitch. Emma Roberts has a genre. I don't have any more recommendations. I'd also recommend uh, the movie Triangle <gasps> just because... Yes. Um, We've recommended that on another episode. It is oh, so yeah. like I've been that I had to listen back to. <sighs> I've been staring at the Blu-ray recently cuz we have our <laughs> DVD shelf in our living room and I'll yeah. look on it every now and then say like, "Oh, do I want to watch anything?" And I've been looking at Triangle like, "Oof." It's just the next one where it's just us. Yeah. Sure. It's yeah. A, it's hard to keep up with if you're drunk. It, <laughs> but it's uh, why are you picking? Yeah. So like it doesn't really have a lot in common with this movie except that there are twists in it. Um, and so, like, the way this movie had twists is what reminded really me. Really fun, thumbs yeah. up, approving Very twists. interesting twists that changed the way you view it. <laughs> and guess. Australians, an all-Australian cast, yeah. trying to do American accents. <laughs> oh, <thing>. it's great. <laughs> That's not has, has, that doesn't have to do with this movie. That's just my favorite thing about Triangle. Triangle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you tried. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No. No, it'd be more like triangle. No, <laughs> angle, triangle. That's close. I feel like that was better. You might, that was might better. be New yeah, Zealand. That was good. You're you're in the region. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, um, tune in for the next episode, which we will be doing the ritual. The, the ritual, ritual. Yeah. featuring my good friend and coworker Claudia Hitt. Whoop whoop. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.